the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Well, unless you've been living in a cave or under a rock somewhere, you obviously know that the Senate race here in Ohio is one of the most hotly contested races in America for many, many reasons. Everyone understands the pivotal role that Ohio plays in American politics, whether it's the selection of a president, future policy. I mean, Ohio, as we used to say, really is the heart of it all. I don't believe I've ever seen, however, such a crowded field for a Senate primary as the one we are facing today. And I've tried to get the message out. If you're a candidate, you want to speak to my audience, I've got an open microphone for you. And Mike Gibbons has uh, accepted that invitation, and I am delighted to introduce to my listeners Mike Gibbons, candidate for a Senate here in Ohio for the United States. Mike Gibbons, welcome. Hi, Bob. Bob, thanks for having me on. <laughs> it is it is my pleasure, my delight to have you on. Uh, first thing, introduce yourself to our listeners. I'm sure they've probably seen your television ads and so forth. But if uh, one of my listeners has never, ever heard the name Mike Gibbons, how would you introduce yourself to them? Uh, I'm a regular guy that grew up in uh, outside of Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, went into business and did pretty well. Uh, and I've been throwing things at my television set for long enough. <laughs> I don't like the pro- I don't like the prospects of that my five children have going forward. And I decided to do something about it. They're they're now all off the payroll, and I I'm I'm free to go out and fight on their behalf. All right. Uh, what is your political experience? Have you served in elective office before? I have not ever served in, in public elective office. I've been uh, certainly served in elected office in the private sector in a number of things, all the way from you know captain of my college football team to uh, uh, you know the vice chairman of the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission. You know, I've uh, I've served on public boards, but no, never elected office. And uh, frankly, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm the most qualified. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And let me probably ask you the most important question I could possibly ask you today. Will the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl? Well, I'm hoping. Now, remember, I'm a Browns guy, uh, but I'm hoping. You know, they're all they're, they're in Ohio. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and you know, I'll be rooting for them. All right, uh, all right. I, well, I have to tell you, if the Browns if the Browns uh, were were, uh, were playing, I might be rooting for the Browns. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Here in Columbus, we're pretty pretty well divided. All right, my next question. 
Uh, I'm sure that you knew beforehand that American politics are down and dirty. I would assume that you are probably surprised at just how down and dirty it is since you threw your hat in the ring. So I've got to ask you, ultimately, why? You have answered that partially, but this is tough trying to run for the Senate of the United States. Uh, I know you want to. I know you want it to be a better country and so forth. But that's what everybody wants. Why Mike Gibbons? Uh, well, that's probably a good question, Bob. And and I have to tell you, uh, if I saw somebody that I knew had the same conservative convictions I had, cared about the American values that I see at this point being attacked. Um, that wasn't in it for themselves, that wasn't trying to go to get to Washington to become a lobbyist or, or make money, uh, that I trusted, I probably wouldn't be doing this. Now, I have supported Republican candidates uh, since I could afford to do it because they most closely reflect my ideology. Not always perfectly. We have too many Republicans that uh, forgot what conservatism is about, uh, and I'm running against a few of them. Uh, but but I, but I will tell you, I uh, I just have had enough. And, you know, and I, I will tell you the the instance that that caused me to start thinking about it. In fact, not even at that point, but it's the kind of the instant that uh, I was going in that direction is my second youngest son um, graduated from Georgia Tech with a degree in aerospace engineering and joined the U.S. Navy and is now a Navy pilot. Hmm. And I'm very proud. I'm very proud of him. Absolutely. And, uh, and nobody in my family had ever been in the military. My my dad was a high school teacher and a wrestling coach, and uh, and we didn't have military in our family. And I am so proud of Ryan that I could burst. And my wife and I went down to visit him in Pensacola when he was training, and we uh, I, I walked out of there, and it was kind of one of those life changing events where you realize. You know, what have you been what have you been doing Mike uh, you know I I've started with nothing uh, I've been incredibly fortunate I've lived the American dream and now my son is uh, is going to be risking his life every day for this country and I've done nothing uh, in at least even close to that and and I would not have accomplished what I've accomplished but for the fact I live in this great country mm-hmm. and I just decided that it was my time and uh, I'm on a mission <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your son. My wife and I lived in Milton, Florida, which is right outside of Whiting Field there. And, oh, sure. Uh, he, he's, he's been there many times. Yeah. You ever go to the Gidunk Grill? No, I haven't. <laughs> it, 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 it's, a, it's a little greasy spoon on the on the base. Uh, that's just a little inside baseball there. Uh, yeah. I want to—I'm coming up on a break, and, and I always try to handle the timing correctly. So let me ask you the question, and uh, then I'll, I'll give you the break to think about it. In your promotional material that you sent me, and I'm grateful for that, uh, it says that I quote, Mike is a constitutional conservative. Yeah. Can I be really honest? I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you sure, know, yeah. every, any sure, conservative yeah. Republican says, I am a constitutional conservative, but they don't always mean the same thing. So 
I, I'm coming up on a break. After the break, I'll tell you what I mean by it. <laughs> what, yeah, what do you mean? What is a constitutional conservative and what makes Mike Gibbons a constitutional conservative? You're listening to Bob Bernita Live. My guest, Senate candidate Mike Gibbons. Quick break, and we'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And it's my uh, privilege to welcome back to the program Mike Gibbons, candidate for United States Senate. And uh, Mike is going to answer what he means when he says he is a constitutional conservative. Mike, again, welcome. Looking forward to your yep, answer. Thanks for having me, Ben. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, I was very fortunate in uh, actually attending on scholarship one of the finer institutions in the Midwest uh, that believed that you uh, sh- should uh, learn how to think and not what to think. And uh, and I, w- I majored in uh, in economics and political science there. And uh, the way they approached it was we literally started with Plato. And I've studied political philosophy. It's kind of become my hobby. So when I say I'm a constitutional conservative, constitutional conservative I mean it. Uh, I, I understand, you know, the development of, of thought from maybe I'll call Montesquieu the start and all the way through. Uh, the writing of the Constitution. I've I've read every available tract on how it was formed and the decisions that were made and the discussions that were had and the disagreements that were had. And uh, I believe it's the greatest governance document in the history of the world. And we seem to have forgotten that as a as a nation and uh, particularly the Democrat Party. And uh, you know I believe that. Um, and I, and I will tell you this, I'm a conservative because I care about people and it works. And, uh, and in, in by a constitutional conservative, I mean to interpret the Constitution from its, by its original intent. All right. The, so the so intent, you would... Even though it was written a long time ago, it was, uh, you know, it, it was the olden days, but human nature hasn't changed. So you would reject... You would reject the living Constitution or evolving constitution doctrine you are an originalist yes i am all right all right yes i am in 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 full bloom <laughs> uh, you know and I'll, and I'll tell you i i you know i would i would shut down the department of education it's unconstitutional um i would uh you know i would attempt to impeach biden for his breach of of uh immigration laws um you know, I, I think there are departments and involvements of this of, of the government where they just shouldn't be. They're state matters, and it, this is a republic. And it is why we've lasted 232 years. And uh, and I think unless we return to that philosophy, uh, we're not going to last as long as we'd like to. All right. Your literature also says that you are staunchly pro-life. Uh, do, are you hoping— 
that Roe v. Wade will be overturned by the Supreme Court? And if so, what would what would that mean if Roe versus Wade was overturned? Well, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, I think the decision-making will return to the states. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have rejected federal control of, uh, of the right to abortion. Uh, I, this is very personal to me. My, my mother was adopted. Uh, we disagreed to the day she died and how she viewed it. Um, Roe v. Wade will not stop abortions, mm-hmm. uh, the, the overturning of it. it, it you know, it, making uh, abortions illegal uh, in Ohio, which I'm, I'm hopeful will, will save the life of even one child, it's worth it. Uh, but it won't stop it. And, and I'm a very big believer in, cha- in attempting and helping to change the hearts and minds and supporting young women that find themselves in that situation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the only way we're going to do it, changing hearts and minds. And, uh, uh, okay, Mike, and, I, and, and I'm I have not known, very supportive of that. I have not known many national politici- politicians. I've met a lot of them, but not really known them. But I've known a lot of politicians here in the state of Ohio. And I've seen a pattern develop where some really, really good men and women with great ideals, wonderful plans, and they get down to the state house and something happens to them. I've seen it on the on the national level as well, in the Senate and the Congress. Good, good people. And when they get in office and get a taste of power and the pressures of the lobbyists and so forth, they become a different person. Uh, Our former governor, John Kasich, I think is a great example of that. He is not the man today that we elected to Congress or to the governor's office. What if you are elected to the Senate? What is going to keep you on track? What's going to keep Mike Gibbons to continue to be Mike Gibbons if you get into the into the Senate? Well, I've been a conservative my whole life. In fact, I know when I became a conservative because I hadn't thought about it until I read. Uh, and, and, and there's a, a time when I can identify in my life. I read Constitutional Liberty by Friedrich von Hayek, and I knew what I was for the first time. Because hmm. I you know, was running around a football field for most of the time, and... Uh, and we're not really thinking about that. And I, it was kind of the beginning of my political thought process. And, uh, you know, and I've continued that. But but I can tell you this. The problem is political careers. The problem is the need to get reelected. The problem is uh, the need to get support for your reelection and the financial support for your reelection. I can tell you this. I don't care about it. Um, you know, our founders intended our legislators to go to Washington, take the, the expertise they built in the private sector, and I think I have specific expertise that will apply very well to the problems of our, of our, of our nation, apply those, that expertise they have to the problems of our nation, and then come home. And uh, I am in favor of term limits. I will self-impose term limits on myself. I have no interest in ever changing a vote because of a lobbyist or somebody that won't support me in re-election. Um, you know, I'm not going to, to, to start a new career. I've had my career. I'm going to make sure that the country that I grew up in 
is there and the, the American values that were there when I grew up are there for my children and my grandchildren. Uh, I'm on a mission, Bob. I, I, I know you probably hear this a lot. Uh, I have no ulterior, ulterior motive. I, have, I am not, I have achieved my American dream. I do not need to make a nickel in Washington, and I don't intend to. I think it's immoral that our politicians go to Washington and come out with higher net worths than when they left uh, their home. And, uh, and, and I'm on a mission to prove that can be done. And I promise you, you can have me on the radio in, in a year's time or two years' time, and you can ask me uh, because you're going to see voting consistent with my ideological beliefs and what I'm telling you right now. I will not bend. And and if you don't believe me, I think I've been vetted by the best. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Rand Paul has endorsed me. He's campaigning for me. He's made commercials for me. He understands that I believe what he believes. All right. And I think you've seen a politician in Rand Paul that hasn't uh, gone in and uh, and breached any of the principles. Well, and, and you answered my next question. I was going to ask you for some senators that you really believe you could lock arms with if you're elected to the Senate. Uh, we've got we've about already locked them. <laughs> we, we've we've got about forty five seconds left. Uh, how can our okay. listeners learn more about Mike Gibbons and your campaign? Well, uh, you can go to uh, GibbonsForOhio.com and look at the website. <clears throat> I, I, I probably am, uh, am not as attentive as I should be in, in, in the nuances of what I believe. And I'm going to go one step further. My cell phone is 216-970-4670. Hopefully you don't have any Democrats listening. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I'd be happy to talk to anybody that's on, uh, on listening to you right now if they want to hear more. You are very either very uh, it, brave or very dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you know what? I, there's a lot of people that get cell phone numbers, and they don't yeah. have any more time than right. I have. Well, uh, and, but and, I would respect somebody if they called me and wanted to talk. And you know, speak, it may take me a little while to get back. And speaking of time, we're out of time. Mike, thank you for your time. I appreciate the fact that you wanted to speak to my audience. I appreciate that, and I'd love to have thank you, you back sometime in the near future. All right? Mike Gibbons, I'd love to do it, Bob. Thank you, you can you can Bye. find out more gibbonsforohio.com. Mike Gibbons. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.